All that is lost is found, and everything in life goes round. Just when you think you everything, you begin beginning. All that is lost is found, and everything in life goes round. Just when you think you have everything, you have got to begin beginning. Hello and welcome to the Womb Centered Healing Podcast. I'm Sama Morningstar, and today I'm sharing about menopause and specifically preparing for menopause. That's something that I have been exploring in my womb-centered healing journey for quite a number of years. And it because of a teaching that I received very early on, in my first um, moon, women's moon mysteries course, women's mysteries course, um, over 20 years ago with my first herbal teacher. Uh, she did a weekend retreat where we dove into the women's, women's mysteries. And she went through the whole life cycle of women in this course and talked about all of the coming of age processes and the rites of passage that we sadly lack uh, real meaningful ceremonies and rituals for in our current culture, including um, our first menstruation, menarche, and childbirth, becoming a mother, and menopause. And she shared about how menarche the the consequences of not having uh, healthy, meaningful rituals and coming-of-age ceremonies and support for young women going through menarche are, are very great, uh, both for individuals as well as, as our society. Um, she, talks, she talked about, shared with us about the research that's been done on cultures, the few and rare cultures that still have meaningful celebrations for young women's menarche, they, those cultures tend to be the most peaceful cultures on the planet. They're not going out and fighting wars and instigating wars and violence. And there seems to be a correlation between a celebration of lifeblood that diminishes our uh, human seeking out of the experience of the blood of death, actually, and injury. And so this culture of suppressing and disregarding and um, not wanting to know anything about women's mysteries is part of this culture of violence and, um, and war. And so that's the overall um, cultural consequence or correlation with not celebrating menarche. And of course, we all are, well, many are aware of the consequence of not celebrating and make creating meaningful, supportive, cultural ways of 
of helping women through the the rite of passage to becoming mothers um, results in all kinds of suffering for everyone because everyone has a mother and most people's mothers were not fully supported in their coming of age into motherhood in one way or another and that uh, creates suffering for everyone's childhood um, because their mothers weren't fully supported our mothers weren't fully supported and honored and and uh, imbued with with the the meaning and importance that motherhood um, has for us as human beings. So then menopause, which is the transition of a woman from her fertile years into her elder years of holding the blood inside of her and all the wisdom that that entails, uh, there are great consequences for that uh, as well. They don't seem to be as obvious on the collective because we are so used to disregarding and not honoring um, elder women in our culture that we don't even know what we're missing anymore. I feel that that is connected to these earlier consequences because it would be the elder women that would guide and initiate uh, in a healthy society that honored these things, each, all of the younger women into these rites of passage, giving them meaning and wisdom and, and um, direct transmission of the beauty and the, and the power of each of these phases of their lives. But because n- none of the previous rites of passage were, have been honored, then when we come to menopause, um, it's just this, many women fear menopause because th- it just means that they're passing out of, of anything of value about being a woman according to the patriarchal culture. Um, they no longer have the value and the beauty of youth. They no longer have the, the value of being able to produce children. Um, and those are the two things that women are somewhat valued for in the patriarchal society and so they're certainly not valued for their wisdom or their um, their insights and guidance Uh, that's just not happening in our society and so for me preparing for menopause has been a lifelong process of recognizing this underlying belief system that we're all swimming in and the pain that it causes us as women all along our, throughout our life cycles and devoting myself in my life to create something different, not only for myself, but for everyone in my, that are everyone who's close to me and for the whole world. So for me, preparing for menopause means I'm going to do everything I can to make sure that I am honoring every menstrual cycle, listening to my wisdom, my inner feminine wisdom, creating a healthy lifestyle for myself and my loved ones, surrounding myself with people that listen to and honor and respect and revere my feminine wisdom and feminine wisdom in general. 
connecting with Mother Earth, connecting with this essence of feminine power in the center of the womb, and connecting with the essence of feminine power in the earth womb and the cosmic womb, and reconnecting all of these energies so that when I am preparing to go through this transition into menopause, I am surrounding myself with a system that, with, and structures in my life that honor this wisdom, this deep wisdom of coming into my elderhood, my elder feminine power and creative wisdom of holding the blood inside and being in that place of the wise woman. And so cultivating that inner wise woman and creating structures in my life that honor and respect and cherish that inner wise woman, both internally and in, the, in my lifestyle and the people around me, that's how I prepare so that I'm set up. Now, that's a very esoteric look at it, but it also involves all the practical things that my inner wise woman is telling me all along the way. Eat these foods. Don't eat these foods. Oh, now that changes. Eat these foods. Don't eat these foods. Drink these herbal teas. Exercise like this. Exercise like that. Do this kind of work. Don't do that kind of work. Devote myself to this creative project, not to that creative project. It's all along every step of the way. Communicate this difficult truth with, with, with your husband or your mother or your other family members. Communicate that. Ask for this. Create that boundary. Do this. Don't do that. My, listening to my inner wise woman every step of the way when I'm grouchy, when I'm premenstrual, instead of just putting it down as a hormonal swing or a mood swing and saying, oh, it'll pass. I, nothing, nothing that I'm feeling at that moment is of value. I say, no, actually, there's probably some very valuable things under that. How can I nourish myself and listen to that voice all along the way and give myself what I need so that when those truths come up, it's not this this raging fury, but instead this uh, nectar of wisdom that can guide me so that I'm not uh, fighting with myself all the time, but instead integrating all of my aspects, honoring and respecting and revering the darkness the pain, the wisdom of the struggle. And so that's what preparing for menopause is about for me. Because it's not really preparing for menopause, oh, so, some looming thing. It's about feeling how our feminine wisdom wants us to have the most vital, inspired, and creatively juicy, pleasure-filled life the whole way through. And if we listen to that inner guidance, then we can create that for ourselves and create that for the world. But if we ignore it and just buy into the system that, that doesn't allow that for women, then that's what we get instead.
a system that doesn't allow that for women and a life that doesn't allow that for women and for ourselves, and we don't get to have that. But if we question that system and those beliefs inside of ourselves and say, wait a second, I'm not just going to ignore the cycles of my womb. This is a central part of my body, of who I am as a woman. I'm going to listen to this and I'm going to nourish myself. I'm going to take responsibility for my own health because guess what? The medical system isn't doing that. Modern medical system is based on male health and only as recently as the 1990s started including women in the research. Say that again. Only did, were women only included in modern medical research in the 1990s to start. So everything that was developed before the 1990s was based on male physiology and then given to women because women were excluded from the research up until then. And so modern, the modern medical system, the modern gynecological system uh, is a model that doesn't really care for women. There hasn't been research about how to truly care for women's health and optimize women's health. And we're only just beginning to do that research. And so it's up to us as women to take responsibility to reclaim the ancient practices of self-care, of herbalism, of nutrition, of connecting with nature, and finding that balance for ourselves again so that we can have lives of vibrant health, pleasure, wisdom, and respect and love for being women by starting by respecting and loving ourselves as women. Whew, so this topic of menopause <laughs> really got me going with this, with these ideas and with these reflections. So I, I thank you if you've been part of the conversation with me about um, preparing for menopause. Um, so yeah, so to wrap it up, preparing for menopause for me means living the most vibrant, healthy life as a woman that I can every day. So listening to my cycle, noticing if there's any um, pain or illness around my womb cycle, my moon cycle, listening to that as a sign, a signal of my overall health instead of just trying to get rid of it or stop it so I can get on with everything else. No, that's central. What am I supposed to be doing? How would, I, how would I have to live my life in order for my womb to be healthy and whole and happy? So that's the best preparation for menopause that you can have in my book. Soon to be written. <laughs> All right, take good care now. And I would love to hear your insights. You can share with me uh, by finding me on Facebook. I'm the only Sama Morningstar there. Well, there's a, there's a fellow in, um, in Nigeria with that name, but I'm the, I'm, you'll see me, Sama Morningstar. It's very clear. Um, so find me on Facebook and you can join my 
my group on Facebook, the Womb Centered Healing Temple Group on Facebook, and we will continue this discussion. All right, take good care.